Chapter 5 Stepping out onto the front porch, Asani focuses his weak eyes on a reddish-orange sky. Who's to say what color it is? From left to right, there is absolutely nothing on the ground. A set of mountains prevail in the near distant, and that is where he puts his focus. He starts making his way down the first step, and then he falls face flat onto a pocket of soft sand mix. It doesn't hurt too badly, but Asani is definitely clumsy all over again. And to think his parents took so much joy in teaching him how to walk. They used to joke and laugh about who would take the credit. Asani's memory had no problem reaching back to that tender moment. Blame it on the abruptness of that fall. As Asani lays face down on the sand, a foot in what seems to be a quality leather boot comes within inches to his face. One cheek up and one eye open, breathing as if his lungs had never been fully used. Asani looks up and sees a man standing over him, looking down upon him. This man with straggly nose hairs peeking out is Bowers. And he picks Asani up and carries his limp body back into the house. The metal adjustments on his suspenders that sit on his shoulders hurts Asani's chest. He sets him down at the small table in the kitchen and whips up something that should help to reestablish his diminished senses and equilibrium. But it ain't much. A couple of crushed bananas and condensed milk mixed together with a spoon and a saucepan. Is the stove even on? This guy Bowers leans up against the stove with his pigeon-toed self and stirs the next batch of his mix in such an irritated way that it lets one know that this food is going to be horrible. He drops the bowl down before Asani and splatters a fair portion of it on him, but Asani's fingers are still very weak to be really meticulous about eating what's edible and not on the floor. In fact, the portion that's on the floor... Bowers had already stepped through it. However, Asani manages to spoon what's left of the liquid matter from the bowl to his mouth. Bowers walks out of the kitchen and leaves him alone. Asani wants some more. He looks around, almost wanting Bowers to do it again. Give me, he utters. I but Bowers passes back through, only to go outside, and he slams the rickety screen door behind him. Asani has to get up and serve himself, a routine that is a little foreign to him. He goes over to the stove and starts eating directly from the pot. Bowers comes back in and snatches the pot out of his hand. You do not eat from the pot. Asani tries to go for the pot, and Bowers pushes it away. Asani comes back, tries reaching for the pot again. Bowers pushes him once more. Get your pissy ass hands off me. Don't you ever touch me again. Do you hear me? Asani falls to the kitchen floor. Bowers gives Asani another helping, but sets his bowl down onto the floor. Half of it spilling out. As Asani lays on the floor, still confused, Bowers heads outside once more.